Hey guys, welcome back. Bougie and Unbothered, as y'all know. And I think you know who this is. This is Sasha and Kim. And so we're going to continue with our theme in terms of, you know, what's the landscape looking like dating in your 30s? Because it's a little bit different than dating in your 20s. So what we want to talk about today is dating kind of outside of your quote unquote station. So let's say you're (laughs) station. station. Define station, please. Your particular point in life. So let's say that you are, you know, employed, you're living on your own, maybe you're making a certain kind of income. Your financial status. Your financial status. But also just kind of like your social status in terms of your socioeconomic status. Your socioeconomic status. All right. Got your own place, own form of transportation. What do you do when kind of considering potential partners that that aren't in that same place? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because I go back and forth. So I think generally when we create our profile of who we are, we we look at it and we want someone to match us on paper, right? Is that like, so basically everything you outlined, mm-hmm. you want to see at least equal or better in terms of credentials as you go down the list in your partner. Yes. I mean, the ideal, right? The right. Ideal. That's, that, that's, that's where we start. Right. So, right. so, so that's the goal. That's the goal. And then life don't happens. Work that way. <laughs> right. And then life <laughs> happens. And then when you start to go through the, the checklist, you start to see, start to scratch out things that are not so attainable. Right. Right. Especially especially when juxtaposed with the soft skills. Right. right. Like personality. Right. So just looking at from that perspective and the criteria. So then now you're saying now if we're looking at the financial status, like are are you willing to entertain someone that's not in your tax bracket or maybe doesn't even pay taxes? Is that is that where you're going? Why everybody pays taxes? Well, you have to work to pay taxes. Like you have to work to pay taxes. Oh, so so unemployed? Yes. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. No. So, (laughs) so then, so are so just for the conversation right now, unemployed men are out of the equation. Out of the equation. We're just under. We're looking at underemployed. From my perspective, yes. Okay. And unemployed out of the equation, in my opinion, because I feel as though dating is essentially an extracurricular. So if you're not where you need to be such that you can kind of provide for yourself, as far as I'm concerned, you ain't got no business dating. Well, I was just about to say, I'm a firm believer to your point that dating is optional. And so if you're not financially stable, dating shouldn't even be in your equation. Like that shouldn't even be part of your math. Like you I need agree. you need to get yourself together before you're in a place that you want to actually decide that you want to commit time because the time that you're looking to invest in another person, you should be investing in yourself. I agree, and actually, I'm gonna. I, I think that that applies to the whole underemployed. I mean, we say that tongue in cheek, but at the end of the day, it's a matter mm-hmm. of you know ultimately. You know, where does that person want to be? I think there's two types of people. It's a matter of, are you satisfied with where you're at? Right. And if not, do you want more? Because then I would say you need to take yourself out of the equation again and work on being where you want to ultimately be. Because that's going to take time away from us. So let's, so then for the purposes of this conversation, but there's so many layers here, what's Mm -hmm. in scope is (laughs) someone that is not 
in the same tax bracket mm-hmm. that um by our definition is underemployed but he's actually very comfortable with where he's at in life <laughs> yes. he that he has no aspirations to be anything more than what he is he's not looking for a promotion he's not looking for a career he's just Mm -hmm. looking for a job and that's what he has and he wants nothing else and could and could you be okay with being with someone like that i don't know I mean, because I think hard. that's how you have to look at yeah. it. Like, it's not about dollars and cents, right? It's a it's a state of mind because I think if we're out here trying to get extra degrees and right. we're trying to better ourselves, exactly. we're constantly looking for how we can elevate. But if you have someone that's very complacent with where they are in life, you have to be okay with that and not be in a position where you're looking for him to do more than what he's doing and that's your expectation. I completely you're agree. You're not with gonna align. No, I completely agree with that. And I think that's a, a really good way to put it because I think that a lot of the time, you know, I think especially from a woman's perspective, when we talk about, you know, that idea of underemployed or, mm-hmm. you know, quote, he's not on my level or whatever, yes. it's usually seen in a superficial light. Exactly. But I do think that there is a you know, different layers of compatibility that, you know, are there that kind of are kind of shrouded or in that umbrella of, you know, we're not in the same place. Right. Because ultimately it's a matter of if you're a go-getter and you are always going to keep trying to push mm-hmm. the envelope, you are always always going to reach for the top and they're just like, no, nah, I'm good. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Can you I'm be good. okay? That Now that person can balance you, but are you okay with that? Or is, or is, do you need someone that's just like you? I think I need somebody who is literally just like me. Right. I'm like looking for myself in male form. So then I think that's your answer. So, <laughs> so, so I, I think that's your answer right there. Because I think because I think that's what we need to look at because people are always looking at how much does he make or what he does. But that's you, that can always change. What's in your bank account today can always change. Right. It's true. It's about drive. It's about hustle. It's, I think I think it is more about those softer things. It's just, you know, what is that? What is the pull through in, t- in terms of something tangible that you might have on a list? Mm-hmm. Right. And then I think there's also something to be said in terms of lifestyle. Yes. So to me, that's also really important. Like right. lifestyle compatibility. Absolutely. Like I don't like I'll always tell people what I didn't spend all these years in school for. And that's to like not be able to do certain things. So for me, it's like I did go to all the school so I could do certain things. I did do all this so that I could and and scrape and scrounge in a career so that I could see the fruits of my labor later. And it's a need for my partner to be able to do the same things with me. Right. But the fruits of your labor may not coincide with the fruits of their labor like you may want to do weekend trips to london and that's how you feel like you know that's the best use of your time and your money Mm -hmm. and they may just want to just sit back and just be able to have a 50 inch tv and just watch whatever they want you know like it's different that's true so it's also so to your point i do think that that piece is critical in talking about the lifestyle compatibility because ultimately that's where a lot of the issues are yes. that come from this where you're blaming it on the fact that maybe he can't afford what you want but deep like underneath it all he doesn't want that he doesn't exactly. want that life cuz even if even if he could even if you take a person that could afford right. it like if to your point all they really want to do is work now and i've dated guys like this where all they want to do is work nine to five, mm-hmm. come home and be home. Yes. And like just sit in the house and relax. Right. And I am like dying inside. Right. I'm just like, well, I'm not going to sit here with you. 
Like, we, we could do that every once in a while, but we can't do that all the time. Can I just tell you, I am very enlightened by this conversation because <laughs> I think this was this was in a very adult way of of working through this conversation. I know we're very adult today. I think I feel like we've evolved a little bit here. Oh, I, I know. And, and we're a little bit more in sync, you know, like, yeah, we're, we're have like, you guys ah. noticed? We are like on the same page. Hey, like, like I've, I've been OK with you so far. Not OK. With, you're always OK with me. OK, damn it. See, this is where we go on last. You always are right. That, that was short lived. <laughs> and on that, we're, we're going to end on that note because we were riding <laughs> on the high note. Yes. So let us know what you think in terms of, I guess, viewing a, an underemployed partner, I guess, and your views on that. Um, and kind of, again, chiming in on the aspect that we talked about in terms of lifestyle compatibility and motivation. Um, hit us up on our social media, uh, Instagram and Twitter, bougie underscore BU. Be part of the conversation.